No, it's good. I think it feels good. I think we got space. I think we got microphone. I can hear my ears yep. on, my, on my headphones. I think we could, we could do a show like this. And you have enough uh, room on your the cable on your headphones? Yeah. yeah no, I can, I can. And what I love is you left your mask on around your, your neck, so it shows this guy, he masks this guy, up. This guy cares about the health of others. Absolutely. That's I do, too. Guy, Mine's just over there. This guy doesn't <laughs> care about the health of I do. I do. No, I just, you know, I, I put it, I, I, yeah, of course, we're joking. We both, we both are actually very diligent mask wearers, I mm-hmm. will have you know. Mm-hmm. So um, for those of you who will be making fun of us for doing that, we Don't. say, you know what? You're I wrong. Have, I have a heart. <laughs> I have a heart, and I use that heart to help others. And if that makes me a loser, then I'm happy, happily a loser. Happily, happily. a loser. Happily. We're the happy losers. I'm actually. We're also your co-pilots. We're happy. <laughs> we are your co-pilots. I was going to make a joke that I have um, a mask on. It's just got my face printed on the front of it. You just can't tell. Oh, that's what we need. Yeah, we need masks with their face that have animatronic. Yes. <laughs> that's a, that's that, a real investment. Imitate our, our mouth movements and then put them. Basically, if we could use, you know, like like that technology, the same technology people talk about to hide cars, to like cam- to like totally, yeah. right? Where they have cameras on the outside that basically oh, reflect yes, yes, what's yes, on yes, the yes. outside. So you can't see it. It's yeah. essentially mirroring what's around it to make it look like it's not there. We need those. We need that for our masks. We they need it mirror masks. It does our mask. It does our the cameras on our mouth, and then it just mirrors what our mouths are saying. And then nobody will even know, and then nobody, people will stop making fun of me for, nobody for being will a know. person who cares. <laughs> I, I, I believe that maybe we're not being made up fun of as, as much as we were, we're thinking. Really? I think that people are, I think they like us. Okay. I think we got you friends. Think so? We got okay. friends. Okay. We got, we okay. got. <laughs> okay. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, really? Doesn't believe I don't me. know. I haven't seen anybody in so I know. Long. You're the only, you're the only human part of my family I've seen. I know. I know. It's very true. Really? In it person? is just good to be back in person sitting here in the same room because yeah. we did three months of Zoom calls. Three months of Zoom calls. And here we are. I have place. seen some people. I mean, you walk around the grocery sure. store on the block. I see sure. my neighbors. I'm, not, I'm exaggerating a little. Let's not. You never do that. No. I never do that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I do feel like I don't have any friends. You got me, buddy. I got you, baby. <laughs> well, welcome to the Biofriendly Podcast. We are your <laughs> co-pilots. Note, yeah. <laughs> we are your co-pilots. I'm co-pilot uh, Noel. I'm co-pilot Jacob, and we're here to steer this ship far away from the subject that we start on. Yes. Um, no, just kidding. Um, this subject today, actually, I, once again, this might be one of those things that um, I say, and I'm like, I read about it for the first time, and Noel's like, I have... So many books on this. You're going to stump me this. Time. I got a good feeling you're going to stump me. I this don't time. know. Yeah. I'm going to throw it out there already. Right. Ocean farming. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but 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 this. Oh, you isn't... know who actually is really well versed in this though, and most of the data I have on ocean farming comes from Mike. My brother, oh, Mike. My brother is totally into it. Who you guys remember? Of course, he's yeah. he's he's a very knowledgeable water energy. Source he's a person, water so. guy. He's a water guy. Water guy. He's a water boy. He's a water boy. <laughs> guy gives water to football players. Yeah. Well, it was. It was basically because I saw there was this article on Wired UK that came out, and it just basically was uh, the race is on to grow crops in the sea and feed millions of people. That's what started this journey, but it actually led me to two different types of technology that exist that are coming forward, because like we covered in a previous episode about the soil degradation, 
soil erosion and kind of some of the problems that they're looking at from that. There's a lot of people that have been looking into ways that we can grow and cultivate crops utilizing the ocean, which it's, you know, it's a problem because the salinity, the salt, that's not usually something that works, but there've been some people to create different ways of doing it. What, there, have what are, been breakthrough, there have been breakthroughs. There's been breakthroughs. Yeah. Do, you, do you know any off the top of your head? That uh, well, okay. My, I, I, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Here's, here's the thing. My, my feeling on this is, is a little bit, is going to, is going to be potentially counter to, to no, fine. what we're reading. And, and, yeah. and, and so, and so I, I, I uh, look, I, I think that, 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 in idea, I love technology. I love investing in new ideas. I love, obviously, I'm a big fan of innovation. Sure. So I'll put that caveat there in the first place. But um, my concern about ocean farming in, in, in general is is that uh, we've got to, I, I feel like we've got to make the space we've been given work. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so, and so I, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of shy away from and turn away from a little bit of what what uh, what people are coming up with, even though some of it is very cool. Um, just because, like, we shouldn't be dealing with soil degradation. We should be taking care of our soil. Yeah, right. It, like it's we, a it's a fair point. It's like it's like the it's like they gave you you've been given Earth, right? And you're like, let's go mess up Mars. You know, kinda, it's kind right? of like let's just leave, let's wally this place. Yeah, let's get on a ship and just let it rot. And it's like, well, maybe we should fix the things that are broken instead of trying to take more land. Right. Under the water, right? To wreck. I mean, it's kind of you know, and again, it's kind of like desalination, right? I, like right. I, I, I get desalination. I get that that uh, that people are in areas and they need water, and this is a way to provide water for people, right? Um, and and to provide water for plants and and all sorts of cool things. And it's again, it's cool technology, and it's and it's pretty amazing that that we've done it. But at the same time, but we like that's part that's that's part of the ocean that's kind of part of that, a different, I mean, it's obviously part of our planet and, and we live with an ocean, but right. it's filled with salt water for a reason. Right. And right? Who, who's to say that, that moving too much in this direction won't then destroy the ocean floor and ecosystems that are in balance there. Right. Right. That's, yeah. Like what, like it, it, we've, we've kind of got to stop finding solutions that tear up, uh, other species. Mm-hmm environments yeah and we got to start figuring out ways to make our like make what we got going work we're land animals we are yeah yeah so so with that bummer run to start off well, right? no, it's fine. <laughs> i mean in, in all honesty there this was going to begin with a bummer run because the whole thing that i found in this article i was like it it's they were addressing a lot of the problems that you are talking about which right. is you know here i'll even a little section here um these ambitious initiatives target a thorny mess of environmental and humanita- humanitarian issues. Freshwater and land scarcity, global hunger, crop right. security, and agriculture's enormous carbon footprint, amongst others. But that the scientific and logistical challenges they face are enormous. In a field where there are few easy answers, one problem looms above all others. What will we do about all the salt? So that was, that was they're listing, this is problematic it has a lot of things wrong with it and challenges that they would have to figure out. So it began on a bubble run. But then I found two different things that were going on that I was like, okay, that's interesting. These are ways that I hadn't thought about. And so I'll, I'll, I'll hit on those Knock a little bit. Knock it out of the park, man. Okay. Let's do it. So um, 
the first was, it's, okay, so um, so many articles that I have here. Okay, two projects that are exploring the potential of underwater water farming. The first comes from a, a thing called Nemo's Garden. Okay. Okay. And Nemo's Garden, it's a project that uses underwater transparent bubbles. Okay. So they look like biospheres that house edible plants. Right. Okay. So they're, they're fixed to the bottom of the floor, but they're your domes. Okay. And the salt water is at just at the base of them, but the, it's open air inside these bubbles right. under the sea. And so the climate stays more balanced right. because the sunlight is always kind of the same. Yeah. So it's getting sunlight, but it's not fluctuating in climate. And then the water evaporates, comes to the roof of the and then comes down as fresh water. So it right. de- desalinates itself and then comes down. And, and so this is a way okay. that this project, and I think it's near Italy. Um, so they're, they're able to do it, but, this was a cool idea, but they knew in this article that like, well, we can't cover, it's problematic to make millions of these biospheres to go. You could do a small amount, right? Right. right. But it was still a really cool, it said the system is almost fully self-sustainable. No pests can wander in, nor can disease spores be brought in by the wind. Fresh water is available 24-7 through desalination. All biospheres have a dome-like structure where only the bottom part is immersed in seawater. And this design ensures much needed fresh water for the topmost area with plants. So that was a cool yeah. concept, right? Yeah, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. 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 So Nemo's Garden. Okay. So if you want to look at that. But the second one, this is the story that really kind of this this morning when I was reading it, it was a powerful story about how this all happened. This was from a guy, and you can Google his name because um, he's well known in this movement for what he did. Okay. But his name is Bren Smith. Okay. B-R-E-N. Um, his, his story was called, it was on a, a Medium article, and this is from a couple years ago, The Seas Will Save Us, How an Army of Ocean Farmers Are Starting an Economic Revolution. Okay. So his long story short, I don't want to read too much, but there are some sections that I want to hit on. His, his long story is in the 80s. When he was young, early 80s, he dropped out of high school and became, a, you know, working as a fisherman yeah. um, out, out in the uh, upper parts of Newf- Newfoundland yeah. up in Canada, yeah. right? So he was working there and really he was doing a lot of the, the fishing that was like providing the, the fish for McDonald's, yeah. you know, really scraping. And they were providing food for the country, but they were doing it at great ecological costs. Right. They were going out deep. And really going into waters that they shouldn't have been. Interesting. And at this point in time, it was they were just whatever we can take, whatever we can take more and more and more. Yeah. So that whole b- industry, no calls, guys. I'm telling a powerful uh, moving uh, story. Uh, yeah. If you could hold those, if just you could. Hold- I, mean, we, I know that you want to pitch in. We've uh, all got opinions. I, everybody's got opinions. Yeah, I know yeah. I brought up the McDonald's fish fillet, but right. now it's not the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like fish fillet McRib. <laughs> it's McRib that we it's love. Mc, it's McRib. <laughs> I want to talk about the McRib. Yeah. Um, but so he, that, that industry kind of busted, you know, in that about 1990 because there was, you know, legislation and, and it said, it basically said in the early nineties, uh, the cod stocks crashed back home. Okay. So basically thousands of fishermen thrown out of work, boats beached, can, uh, canneries shuttered. Um, so this split the fishing industry, boy, I know they really want to call in, but, um, this is a, this is a, this it's ridiculous. Passionate. They want to There's talk about fish. We forgot to try for phones again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's just to remind you that we are back in the office. Yeah. And, uh, we want to show them, phone we want them to know that the level of unprofessionalism that they're used to is back. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, folks. Come on, guys. We're this back, is, to, back we're... to the garbage train you started on. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. So basically, when this when this industry kind of collapsed in the nineties, uh, it split into two camps. Okay, you had the captains of industry who wanted to take the last fish, the you last know, like fish, and these people were like, <laughs> they were thinking. And to this guy's article, he says they were thinking ten years down the road, right? And he's like, the rest of us were thinking fifty. 100 years down right. the road. We like one group was like, well, we'll just keep taking the fish until they're gone. There's no more fish, you know? And yeah. he's like, most of us younger people, because he started at 14, was right. like, this is, that's not going to work. We right. got to figure out something else to do. Yeah. So here's the, here's yeah, the problem. Go, yeah, here's the yeah. problem, guys. And here's, here's what they're not thinking about. What if you want to fillet a fish in 11 years? Right. They said, th- they said 10 years. You at least got to go to 11. We learned that from Spinal Tap. Tap. You have to turn the fish up to 11. If they had thought about fillet of fish in 11 years, we'd be okay, but they didn't. They didn't. Some captains of industry. We're captains of a podcast, and we know better than that. Pilots. (laughs) This is, I kind of really wish that we were doing this whole episode with like chin beards and corncob pipes and like captain's Uh, hats. We could, we should be captains uh, of the podcast. Captains of the podcast, you know, Uh, next time. Um, But he, so after this, I need a whaling spear. You do need a whaling spear, just in general. Not to like use. I would never hurt a whale, but I want the spear. I think that if you, if every podcast, it just became your thing. They yeah. had a whaling spear. I just had a whaling spear. Feels just, like, isn't that kind of like anti-biofriendly? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, you don't need it. If anymore. I have it, someone else doesn't. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. My, that's my point. That's or maybe we give you like Neptunes, like a trident. Oh, there we go. There you go. Yeah. And it's like God of the sea. Yeah, then I can kill anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are a fan of the sea, though. You're like, I, love, I, I think of you as a very aquatic I love person. The sea, which is probably one of the reasons why I'm like, stop messing with it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you know the show, you know that he's passionate about reading and the, the ocean. And so mm-hmm. when you hear the idea of ocean farming, it does kind of sound like, well, why are you messing with such a perfectly, you know, beautiful environment? Yeah. Why are you messing with it? Yeah. But I'm telling you, this story, I think it gets a good. I mean, okay. no, I'm interested I'm to here. hear I'm what a, you think. I will keep stopping with tangents, but, no. but as when, when we get there eventually, I'm, yeah. I'm encouraged to learn something new. Yeah. So he kept, they, he, he was on, he and many like-minded people were kind of on a search for sustainability. He right. ended back back in... Uh, northern Canada on an aquaculture farm, but he said it was a lot of more the same. Using technologies to pollute local waterways with pesticides, pumping fish full of antibiotics. He was like, not good. So he was searching then. He ended up back in Long Island Sound. And this was a program in the early 1990s to attract young fishermen back into the industry by opening up shell fishing grounds for the first time in 150 years. Okay. So he signed up, leased some grounds from the state of New York. He re- remade himself as an oyster man. But yeah. this then again fell apart because then Hurricane Irene and Hurricane Sandy, it thrashed the East Coast and it took away all these businesses for wow. these guys because of right. the way that it was built. Right. So this is, you know, what finally led him on something else. And this is the part that really hit me. And I want to share this. I'm going to okay. read it because it's, it's very good, and he did a good way of putting it out there. He okay. said, suddenly I found myself on the front lines of a climate crisis that had arrived 100 years earlier than expected. For a long time, I'd seen climate change as an environmental issue because environmentalists were always framing it in terms of birds, bears, and bees. But I'm a fisherman. I kill things for a living. I grew up shooting moose out of my kitchen window. Wow. I never thought climate change had anything to do with my life, but it does. From my vantage point, climate change is not just an environmental issue at all. It's an economic issue. 
And that was something that I was like, yeah. we have talked about we that before. We absolutely talked about that, yeah. How, how as we continue to share environmentalism with the world, we are taking it out of, oh, it's just a bunch of people hugging trees and about saving the species, that the economy will thrive, the world will thrive, that we can yeah. balance again. Yeah. Yes. So that was, I was excited to read that, that he's in the, he's, he's on board with this. He's on board. Okay. He's on board. So what he figured out was vertical underwater farming. Okay. 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 So I'm going to try to ex- uh, describe what it is. Okay. So imagine a vertical underwater garden with hurricane proof anchors on the edges connected by floating horizontal ropes across the surface. Okay. From these lines, kelp and gracilaria, another word that I don't know if I'm pronouncing Ooh, correctly. I like it. it Kelp sounds, and gra- sounds, sounds nice. It, it does. sounds like something, you know, it's, it sounds like someone who would teach me to do the mamba. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It's like a dance step. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's, it, I feel like it's, it's both a dance step and, and a dance teacher. Yeah. And a local <laughs> and the, and the dance teacher. Yes, the gracilaria will teach you how to do the, I feel like it's the dance teacher, the dance step, and it's the name of the local restaurant that serves the best sangria. It's yes. like the Grassalaria. Yes. There you'll learn the Grassalaria with Grassalaria. You, you should learn the Grassalaria. <laughs> the Grassalaria will, will, will provide you with some Grassalaria, and you'll learn from a Grassalaria. About the Grassalaria. It's like, this is like Stromboli. This is, <laughs> the word Stromboli is one that, that my family uh, uses with, with much fondness because we yeah. believe it can mean anything. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. It's a type of food, correct? Stromboli. It is. It's a type of food. And, and I don't know. And it. we have for like for you know years now, it's been just the the, the all purpose word. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, would you Stromboli that uh, that uh, television for me? Or hey, grab the Stromboli because I need to. I didn't move this. Or, or I can, like you know, that. Yeah, it's it could be. It's everything. It's, it's anything, a word that it's means everything. It, it's it's you know Stromboli. Yeah, yeah. I have the most Stromboli feeling about this. It could be like <laughs> there's no. It does. It could be an adjective. It could be a verb. It could be a noun. It could be. It's anything. I hope you stub your toe and you go Stromboli. Stromboli. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you read really good news and yes. you're like Stromboli. Yes. And I think Grassalaria could be that for us. Okay, yeah. Grassalaria. I love it. Yes. So uh, kelp and Grassalaria mm-hmm. and other kinds of seaweeds grow vertically downward uh, next to scallops and hanging nets. Yeah. That look like Japanese lanterns and mussels held in suspension in mesh socks. Okay. Staked below the vertical garden are oysters in cages and then clams buried in the seafloor. Okay. So. So I'm, I am, I am less upset. About that. About, about, um, fishing in a, in like, in like farming, farming fish, depending on how it's done. There's some ways where it's awful. Like there's, there's been, there's examples of people doing really terrible fish farming, but, um, but, you know, I, I think it, I, 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 we are fishing anyway. We do eat a lot of food. We've been doing that for all right. time, yeah. since the beginning of time. If yeah. we can find a way to do that without destroying the natural population, yep. then, then I, I am actually for that. Yeah. So, so this is okay. This is getting good. Yeah, so th- yeah. this is why. So I, too, when I saw the subject material, I was like, you know, the first few articles that I read were a lot of bummer runs. It was just yeah. bummer run after bummer run. Yeah. And it was like, we could do this, but it's got a lot of problems and we got the salt and all this stuff. But this is a, a kind... Yeah, like, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to find out that we're growing corn right. underwater. Right. And those pods, they are growing, like some of yeah. them are growing like regular vegetables I, underwater. That's, yeah and, yeah. and you're like, let's fix the land for growing the corn. Yeah. Right. Totally. But this is, this has got some cool stuff. Um, so he basically said, that's, that's what the, the farms look like. If you look f- 
for his farm from ashore, there's almost nothing to see, yeah. which is a good thing. Right. Um, the farm is vertical. It has a small footprint. His farm used to be 100 acres, he's saying, before this type of thing. Right. And he says, now it's down to 20 acres, but it produces much more food than before. It's so it's basically, he calls it 3D farming. Right. And so that's the name of it. Yeah. Um, and well, see, now this yeah. is like, uh, the, the great the example I could use for this would be like, uh, like chickens. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, there are a lot more chickens on earth now than I, than would probably be on earth if not for the fact that there is farming. Oh, for sure. Right. right. Like there's like, like there's, there's chickens, there's chickens everywhere. Chickens are not an chickens endangered species. species. Are chickens, everywhere. chickens are fine. Like they're, 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 they're kind of doing fine. Yeah. Uh, not doing fine in how they're being farmed all the time, which I just want to point out. We've, we've covered that in other podcasts. Absolutely. That, that we need to be better about how we treat our chickens. We have Alchemist Farm as an example of yes. fantastic chicken farming. Right. So you can, you can do it well and you can do right. it right. But um, chickens are, you know, they don't fly. <laughs> right. They, uh, they're kind of, they're, they're very catchable by, by wolves. I mean, they're the, kind mm. of, they're the kind of bird that could go extinct naturally. Yeah. Because of, just because of how they are. Trying to cross the road all the time. I mean, they're constantly crossing the road. They're and getting hit always by cars. crossing the road. Always. <laughs> Not that, they, I mean, you know, they also reproduce pretty well. But, right. But, um, the, like, so... But there's a ton of chickens out there, and they're not really in, in danger of disappearing anytime soon because right. farming is because they're popular because they're right. popular to eat, right. right? So I think that that instead of eliminating all of the cod on Earth, finding a way to to encourage them to survive and grow and to be responsible for them and treat them like yes, you know, like a farm animal, yeah, would stop that from happening because now instead of going out and hunting them into you know into extinction, right. they're being farmed and they're being cared for and raised. And that, I think, is a good thing. And that is the bee's knees. And the bummer run is over with that. <laughs> yeah, right. So his his whole thing that he's working to build is yeah. is basically, so he's calling it, where is the word here? It's called blue-green economy. Uh, blue-green economy. All right. Um, so, so ocean environment. Yes. Ocean and plant life, like coming, I mean, to be able, but this is, this is the part that I wasn't expecting, which is, um, he says it's a sea basket approach. We grow two types of seaweeds, four kinds of shellfish, and we harvest salt, but with over 10,000 edible plants in the ocean, we've barely scratched the surface. So this is pretty interesting. We eat only a few species and we grow basically none in the United States. So there's a lot of Plant life in the ocean that if that's we could edible, that's edible, that could be pretty good. Yes, like maybe maybe that salad that I had today could yes. have been a lot tastier and healthier. Yes, if we had grown it on the seafloor. Yeah, because because he's tried with kelp. He's basically said, you know, we're working with chefs to cook up kelp noodles with parsnips and breadcrumbs and barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. They're trying to do stuff with kelp, but kelp is problematic because it just doesn't taste that good. No, but the chefs are. He's constantly working with them and he said that the chefs are kind of overwhelmed because there's like there's so many that i've never cooked with or prepared i don't even know where to begin in my 20 years of culinary understanding this is an alien species uh, plant for me here right right, yeah right cool but but, uh but one day one day yeah 
they're gonna pull. They're gonna find one of these things. I have a great feeling about this. They're it's gonna, gonna be delicious. And they're like, this is chocolate. Yes, exactly. Wouldn't that be, be like, cool? We have just found the chocolate of the chocolate sea. Chocolate of the sea. That would and be people incredible. Are gonna get that and be like, oh god, yes. Right. It would be so amazing. And uh, na- native seaweeds contain more vitamin C than orange juice. Yeah. More calcium than milk. Yeah. And more protein than soybeans. Yeah. It and this and I, I still can't stand it. And then I know. <laughs> But but uh, again, if there's ten thousand species, there's chocolate down there. There's there is, chocolate there. There is the what's that chocolate spread that everybody Nutella? Nutella. There's a Nutella down there. There is. There's it's a Nutella. There. They're gonna they're gonna they're find gonna a plant. Find something and they're gonna be like, oh, this is interesting. Now, <laughs> well, if we mix this with sugar right? and milk, and they're gonna make yeah or whatever it is. Maybe it's not sugar. Maybe it's two other things. But they're gonna some chef is gonna be like, hmm, if we put butter and crawdads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like we're this is this is like SpongeBob is becoming a reality here. I feel yeah. like this this pineapple under the sea, this the Krabby Patties. I yeah. feel like maybe we're going to be heading into there's some delicious um, fast food joints at the bottom of the sea that we had no idea about. I'm in on the delicious bottom of the sea fast food joints. <laughs> right. I mean, right? I mean, I'm not, I, I mean, you if just I, have to if take I'm, a submarine down there. If I have no problem with, with farming corn down there, why right. would I have a problem with putting McDonald's <laughs> on that under the sea? It's great. And, uh, it's, it's great. No, but the, the last thing, and I, I, I promise I'm done reading because no, I, because, because okay. there was a it's lot great. of cool things, but there yeah. was a, a fact in there that I didn't know. And, and you know how there's a lot of, pressure nowadays to have your omega threes. That's like yeah. a big vitamin thing. If you didn't, yeah. if you kids don't know when you get older, you got to have these, you know, vitamins uh, and minerals that you got to take. And a lot of times kids don't get older. <laughs> people say, especially to men, they say for your heart health, you got to have your omega three yeah, vitamins. Yeah. You need your brain vitamins. Yeah. You yeah. need your, 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 what do they call them? Your, your essential oils or something. Right. Your, yeah. Right. Yes. So I, it surprised me. And this is what it says right here. Uh, the, the omega threes, um, Fish do not create these heart-healthy nutrients by themselves. They consume them. So the majority... Qua? Yes. Wow. So I did not know that, that the omega-3s aren't really coming from the fish themselves. So we don't coming... have to have the mercury from the poisoned fish that exactly. we've been killing? Yes. So, wow. so omega-3s are a prop you know, part of the diet of the fish. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of those o- omega-3 nutrients from the sea food. From the plants. You're telling me that I could have tasty chocolate that gives me my omega-3 vitamins without having the fish flavor in the back of my throat? Yes, because I got to tell you, I'm not really a fish eater. This will make aging better. Yes. Yeah, so we got to get, we got to get a scuba team. Scuba team. With- Scuba team seven. With a knife and fork. Yes. And they got to just like start- Just start eating. The bottom of the (laughs) seafloor, and they got to just start eating. They need to comb the sea. Comb the sea. And eat every square inch. Every square inch. Until everything is discovered <laughs> and we find that chocolate. There does need to be a brave person. It has to start eating stuff on the seafloor. We got to figure it out. So you know, who who is brave out there? Who's going to volunteer for this job? Where is no. that? <laughs> I hope right now there's people in their car and patriotic music uh, is playing behind them and they're like, glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. But you know, but here's here's but there's danger here, folks. There is danger. There is danger because 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 what's up, danger? Okay. <laughs> there's <laughs> danger, and it's not just someone's middle name. Yeah. So when people were in the old days figuring out which plants to eat and which mushrooms to eat and not to eat, yeah, a lot a lot of death. I know. A lot of death. I know. I know. There was some trial and error, I'm sure, along the way, you know, thousands of years ago when people were wandering around just eating plants. Yeah. You know? Can you imagine, like, we pull up chocolate of the sea and find out later, oh, 
in 17 years, this is going to give you cancer. <laughs> right. Right. It's like the, it's like the comedian. I, I don't know whose bit this is where they said that the, the, the person who found the pineapple, that was a real gamble. You know, like you look at the outside of that right. thing and you're like, Oh no. And then you open it up. It's amazing. It's but the gay. outside looks so hostile. Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. It's going to eat Scary. you. Yeah. yeah. But there's, there, there's going to be a lot of trial and error, but I would yeah. imagine with our technology now, we probably have the ability to slice a bit off of uh, something we pull off the ocean floor and analyze it and say, analyze. like, it, there's this, cyanide in this. This has cyanide. <laughs> yeah. This is not going to be good for you. Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe. Look, that's a good point. Yeah. We're not the same as we were, we're, when, not we the were same. Trying, when we were foraging right. in the old days. Okay. Back then, what they did is they went, Roger. Travis, <laughs> <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> right. That that this one's no good. This one's no good. These are we'll call them toadstools. Yeah. Who's the new Roger? <laughs> yeah, who's the new Roger? Yo, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> always uh, got to have a new Roger. We're looking for a Roger. We're looking for Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's good. Well, was, I mean, that's essentially the uh, the. I mean, that, it was great. That was fascinating. Right, because no, you knew about it and you're... Well, you're, and I didn't know, I didn't know that we were, you were necessarily talking about the fish farms with, with how it started. I thought, thought we, were, you're, we're gonna, we were going into, like, technologies that were, that were finding yeah. ways to use the ocean as our, as our just general farming. Yeah, and those are out there. Right. Th- those and are and out I, there. And, I, and, I, and, I, and again, I get, I'm, I'm into technology. I, I, I'm into innovation. I, I encourage humanity to find what we have to, to find ways to make what we have work. Yes. But um, I do think that fishing doesn't work right now right. the way we do it. I don't. I, 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 th- I think that, that it's, it's not sustainable. I think that, that we have absolutely, um, in many cases, not every case, and there's many fishermen out there who are going to be very mad at me for saying this, but I, in many cases, we, we've, we haven't done a great job of, of sure. protecting our aquatic life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, if we can find ways to treat our fish more like we treat chicken on our sustainable farms, Yes, and on you know where, where our friends are farming, yeah. then I'm for it. Yeah, you know I, I I'm 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 for I'm for doing that and making making this a better planet and yeah. making that work. Well, I'm guessing there are, and I I and for, I do want to comb the sea for for sea chocolate too. Good, I'm I'm up for that. I'm sure that I didn't you know to be fair to anybody who is involved in the fishing industries, I am sure there are. The good examples of responsible fishermen. There are tons of places that if you go shopping for fish, that you will see, you know, that this was done in the right way. This farm was, you know, done in a, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sustainable? Sustainable way. Responsible? Responsible way. Those, those companies exist and I'm not here to list them off. Yeah. Like they'll, like they'll fish an area, but then not so much that they, that. Right. It can't reproduce and then go somewhere else and then do it and then go somewhere else and move around. That's a way you can, you can do right. it. You can fish by, by just essentially traveling where you're fishing, moving, yeah. move it around. So you're not destroying the population in one area because they will reproduce. That's right. What, that's what we do. Right. And that's, that's, that, that exists. So we're yeah. not saying all fishing is bad, but, but as you know, from when we did the episodes about dairy farms, soil farming, uh, chicken farms, the unfortunate thing is that the bulk of all of these industries, the ones that have the heaviest hand in it, usually are using up the resources. So we are slowly and gradually getting these smaller companies, these upstarts, these people that really want to fix and change what we've done over yeah. the past several decades. Yeah. Um, we want to fix it because this country, it's like we got so big so fast and our population exploded and food exploded that it everybody back the in the food exploded yeah the food exploded well in the 50s like yeah, we've been no, watching this thing we've been watching this thing on netflix called history 101 and the first right. one is called fast food right. and you see how like overnight we went from going and having a burger and fries 
you know, with your family at this local diner. Right. It it changed because the demand just got bigger and bigger. And they're like, well, we got to figure out a way to make this faster. And we got to find a way to make sure that this meat lasts longer and these fries last longer. And we got to find a way to make this work. And because of that, there was a lot of actions, as you already know, that just scraped the resources and just went, I'll do whatever it takes. Right. And now we're kind of paying for that. Yeah. We're going, we got to fix it now. See, this is an example for those of you who, uh, who are alive today. And I think most of the people listening to our show are alive today. <laughs> a few. Yeah. Uh, some, uh, some, some may not be. <laughs> for that, I, yeah. I wish you the yeah. best in the next life. All the best. And some people may be listening on the Smithsonian records and, that's, and, and that's maybe, true. May, this, may be alive when we're not, when we're not alive today. This show will out, outlast us. I mean, it better. We're doing it wrong. <laughs> we're doing it right? wrong. Um, but for those people who are, are live in the in this moment today, not necessarily listening to it, because you could be live tomorrow, and right. this, this is, sort of applies to you, but in a different right. way. Right, right, right. This is the example we're talking about with sustainability, right? We have been given today the problem of food that is not as high in quality, yes. in nutrients, as it used to be. Right. And food that... that hurts our ability to to live a, a plentiful, wonderful life. We're actually now now in a situation where where it's it's harder to find good food. This is a problem that was given to us by generations past. Yes. This is this is the kind of the point I think that, that Jacob is, is making with this fast food statement. It's like that that now we live with what was done then. Yeah. And we've got to find a way obviously to solve it and we've found great ways to solve it. And there are there are options and there are good foods out there and we can, and we're making it work. But that's not ideal. So the point I'm trying to make with our show and our message and our, our goals going forward, and the reason why we hope some of these larger companies will adopt more sustainable policies, is what we do today will cause a problem that is potentially some, in some ways known, but in most ways unknown yeah. for the people who are listening right now on the Smithsonian. Right. Uh, and not necessarily people who are alive today. So the people who are alive later than today. To your point about um, ocean the, farming. Yes. If we do something now that's tearing up the ocean floor 50 years, 70 years from now, are they going to be going like, we like, shouldn't have done that. Why, why did we do that? Did they do that? Right. Why? Right. Why, Grandpa? Why? Right, why, Grandpa? Grandpa? Why? So, and, and, and uh, you know, but by the, by the flip side, if you are finding ways that are both economically sound and also environmentally sound, to protect species, to protect the planet, and to use the earth in the manner in which it was intended, uh, which is to you know be productive and and, yeah. and kick butt and find the chocolate kick, of the kicking, sea. Kicking butt's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and find the chocolate of the sea. That, that's... Then then great, you know, because then generations from now they could be li- like the people in the Smithsonian listening to us and right yeah. now could be like, oh, chocolate of the sea is Choc- so good. It's so good. What I'm so did, gl- I can't. I don't know what people did. I can't before. believe that everybody up until 2025 had never didn't tasted know. the chocolate of the sea. Yes, like they yeah. didn't know. And so that it'll be great when when we do get chocolate of the sea and when we, we have yeah. that over. Our out. lips to Neptune's ears <laughs> <laughs> with his whaling with his whaling with his back to the trident. Yeah. Oh, that's it, man. That's I, great. I, yeah, that was good, great. Good I felt. I, I apologize if I started a little no. bit slow. No, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I had the largest salad that I've <laughs> had did. in a very long time, you which did. I think normally would would probably energize me. But I feel like there's a delay. Like when I have salad, I feel like at first my body goes digest, 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 like try yeah, to yeah. tries to get it, and then 
I feel a burst later. Yeah. Which is much different than when I eat my fast food hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where it's energy, 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 and then and then dead. and then you crash. And then crashed. Whereas you're still literally. I mean, we're not even kidding, folks. Like we joked at the beginning that we didn't need the trees between us anymore. Just here, or did we? I don't know if we called that out or not. But like, <laughs> that may or may not have made the, the cut. May or may not made the cut. But but basically, his salad was the the trees. Was it was the like tree. it was like I ate it. It was like kale from floor <laughs> to ceiling, and he ate it. It was so much kale. Uh, um, but it yeah. was good. It was good. I mean, it was. Good. It, and you're going to feel good for the rest of the day, and you're yeah. not going to crash. Well, the energy's now hitting me. Now yeah. I'm ready. Now yeah. I'm ready to start the podcast. Okay, so we'll start over. <laughs> we can just do it again. <laughs> no, I actually, to tell you the truth, at the beginning, I didn't think it was slow. I feel like whenever these are good shows, when I bring a subject, because you know, like most of you know, there's only. Uh, the rare occasion where Noel even knows what we're going to talk about. If we have a guest, sure. (laughs) But if I just spring a subject on him, I like these when I come in and you already have a perspective and a view and experience on it. And then I can kind of show you. Yeah. Give me some, some perspective, some some other ideas. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we do this. Flip Flip it it. a little bit. Give me some, some more. Give me more love. (laughs) Give me more love. I love it. I love it. No, it was a great, it was a, it was a, it was a very nice podcast. Thank you for your, thank you for your time on the podcast, Jacob today. Thank you. This is, this is glorious. Hey, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, you're talking to them. Oh, oh yeah, thank, well, thank you. you too. Uh, thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on the Biofriendly Podcast. We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Uh, featuring greater parasympathetic nerve activity. Uh, yeah, no, no, it was the one. It was um, uh, including greater parasympathetic nerve activity. No, I think that's the one. I just did the wrong one, didn't I? I think I said mm-hmm. that one. Did you? Featuring creators. So then, uh, then so I need to say not just charismatic megafauna. Mer- yes, yes, we're not just charismatic. Okay, yeah. so we both said um, what I'm saying. Nature's perfect. Look at eggs. Dolphins don't quit. Uh, and uh, oh, this is like the best one. Y'all inclusive. We are y'all inclusive. Y'all inclusive. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best one, but that's hilarious. <laughs> no, no, no. It's my favorite. Still, I, we, I've not heard anything as good as y'all inclusive in y'all a long inclusive. time. Y'all inclusive. Yeah, we are. All right. All S- right. See you next time. See you next week. See you next week. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.